What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Fitness on the Frontlines, the only show on the internet that Dave Castro hasn't blocked yet. <laughs> so he doesn't know about it. He doesn't know about us yet. <laughs> I have a feeling he'd block us if he knew about us, but that's just, you know, it's it's whatever. Eric, how, how, how are you doing today? I'm good. Doing good? It's been hot. Yeah. It's been really hot, and it's been really hot in the gym. The uh, AC broke for the second time this summer. Not at a good time. Not at the worst time, actually. <laughs> right at the peak of summer for Alabama. Yeah. Um, it is currently about 100 degrees outside, mm-hmm. um, and you walk through a literal wall of water everywhere you go. <laughs> um, it was weird because I, when I got off work, I came and took a shower, and the water wouldn't get cold. <laughs> like, I try to take, like, a lukewarm shower when I get here because, you know, I've been hot all day. I don't want to take a hot shower. So... It would not get cold. I was like, great, <laughs> great. Now, now even this. Yeah. This is garbage, too. So, oh, well, that's just part of it, I guess. <laughs> um, we have a couple different topics that we like to talk about today. Um, first, we're going to get on to what we usually talk about. How's this week in training been for you? Uh, it was fine. Is it fine? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't look too fine on Monday, though. No. <laughs> I don't want to do that workout ever again. I don't want to do yesterday ever again. All right, so is that, that workout's called, is it Mr. Joshua or yep. Joshua? Mr. Mr. Joshua. Okay. Um, we did a hero workout called Mr. Joshua. Um, well, you guys did it. I didn't. I wasn't able to come into the gym to do it because I actually like, I would have liked to have done that one. It looked kind of cool. had really heavy deadlifts. <laughs> um, but for the most part, um Everyone looked like they had a bad time on it, so that was cool. Um, and then everyone has talked pretty much talked bad about it ever since. <laughs> what was it like? Because it's not one of the more common ones. Just couldn't breathe. Just couldn't breathe the whole yeah. time? It's a long workout, too. Yeah, once you do the GHDs, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then you have GHDs, like, right after a run, don't yeah. you? So you're talking about that very first set of GHDs, you're just out of breath. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you still have like twenty something minutes left yeah. to work out. Yeah, it wasn't good. Ugh. And it was hot. Oh yeah, dude. I believe Tuesday was the hottest day in here. I don't know, maybe it was Monday. Monday it was hotter in here than it was outside. Mm-hmm. And that was no bueno. <laughs> uh, but we only have like I mean, I think uh one of our members was talking about we only got like four or five weeks left of summer. Yeah. So Hold on, guys. Yeah, hold on. yeah. The afternoon classes are suffering. Right <laughs> yeah, now. hold on, Rocket City. I bet you five a.m.'s not having a, a bad time at all. It's because no. pr- it's like seventy-five, yeah, probably like eighty. Yeah, seventy-five, eighty outside. So in here, it's probably just feeling crisp, like mm-hmm. just like any old normal day. Eight, uh, nine o'clock. I don't know. It's starting to get yeah, hot it around starts, them. But the afternoon is terrible. The afternoon's absolutely awful. So if you want to come work out in a sauna, <laughs> uh, Rocket City has uh, classes at 3.30, yeah. and 5.30, and it feels like an actual sauna. Um, but, you know, it's really important, guys, to stay hydrated mm-hmm. um, at times like this um, because you don't even have to be outside to get dehydrated. No. Um, it, it does not take much either. Um, I have a huge 50-ounce water bottle sitting right next to me. Um, I actually got fortunate today and got to stay in the truck for most of the day (laughs) and still feel like I got dehydrated. Um, So that's just – it's one of those things that you have to stay on top of. I know a lot of people is like, I don't want to drink water. (laughs) I hate drinking water. Water, you know, and they want to have, like, something flavored or, like, drink a Gatorade. A, Gatorade is fine. 
But here's something that I've learned from being from about 17 years in the sun. Um, <laughs> that's how long I've been where I'm where I'm at. I've been working there every summer since I was 12. But still, um, 17 years in the sun, I've learned this: one Gatorade is fine, two is bad news. Um, so if you drink like one 20 ounce Gatorade, it's fine. It's restoring those electrolytes that you're losing. But if you drink a second one, you're going to start dehydrating yourself. It makes it worse. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. But I promise you, that's what happens. <laughs> um, so like one Gatorade is fine. Uh, but just guys, just just drink the water. Just do it. Just don't don't not drink water, <laughs> so please. Um, but in other news, um, as it turns out, the games are going on. Yep. This week, um, we've seen day one, uh, four events. And then the teams are going today. Today is being Thursday, the 29th. I had to look at the date <laughs> real quick. Um, what did you think about the events yesterday? Go, go, as, far as, go as far as like event one. It Great. just felt like a normal day. Yeah. I was like, I was worried about having, well, not worried. I wasn't excited about watching event one. Um, and then I ended up tuning in. Right at the time that they started the kayak, and I was like, "Okay, this is actually a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be." <laughs> um, so I actually did enjoy that one, and sure enough, Tia's right there at the end, the uh, front of the pack. Mm-hmm. You just can't stop her, man. Nope. You can't. Mallory O'Brien can though. You think so? She beat her. Which one? Which one was that? Was event the two? Wall walk and thruster. That's right. She did beat her by thirty so, seconds. Dang. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Okay, so I didn't <laughs> I didn't make it to that heat for women. I yeah, didn't I didn't man. watch every single one of them. So I she told you that girl, that seventeen year old, she will destroy everyone when she gets older. Oh yeah, she absolutely will. How long she's been doing it for quite a while, hasn't she? Yeah. How long has she been doing it? I don't know, four years probably. That's not a long time to be beating the champion. That's mm-hmm. not a long time at she all. She was moving one thirty five like it was nothing. Yeah. She went unbroken. She was the only female that gone broken, I think. Are you serious? Yeah. Tia didn't even go unbroken. I don't think so. Like I said, that's about the only female heat that I didn't watch because I got busy. I watched it like at the end of it, but man, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. <laughs> Dang, dude, I can't believe she beat her. Mm-hmm. Whoa, because Mallory will come out hot. Yeah, and she'll stay there. She doesn't like back down. That's that 17 year old in her. Yep, that's that youthful energy that none of us She's have strong, anymore, though, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it at 135 like that. Mm-mm. Like you. As a man, couldn't do yeah, it as at 135 the way that she did. I think I could, but it wouldn't be that fast. No, um, that's that's impressive. I'm I'm impressed. What <laughs> what are the standings for that now? Where's where's she at in the leaderboard? She's in tenth. She's in tenth. Oh, she didn't do good on uh, on the swim and. Um, she didn't do terrible. It was middle of the pack. Okay. She's not that fast of a runner. Yeah. I yeah I, I did see that she was kind of lagging behind a little bit. The second but. event, I don't know what she did. Right. Um, speaking of the seven, uh, second event, that was the... No, hold on. The second event was the um, pig flip and the um, <clears throat> pig flip muscle-ups um, and the, the sled. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that event? That's, normal. <laughs> that's been my favorite event so far. <laughs> just normal crap. Just normal crap. <laughs> have you not been impressed by any of the? No. You're just like. I have been watching the CrossFit Games now for nine years. It's been the same every time. Are you serious? Yeah. Just so jaded. <laughs> it, I mean, it's just the same stuff. 
I'm not saying it needs anything new. Like the yeah. swimming kayak is cool, and I like it now just because the Olympics are going on, so you get to compare. Right. You get the actual professionals watching them, mm-hmm. and then mediocre swimmers in CrossFit. Yeah. And they're actually doing pretty well. I mean, that's pretty. It's pretty impressive. It is impressive. So I mean, but as far as like anything that's been like, whoa, no. Yeah. Nothing this year will be like, wow. You don't think so? No. I think it's just going to be just straight up CrossFit games. Just normal stuff. <laughs> wow. So who are you projecting to win for the men then? I don't know. It's kind of, all right, a lot of people have been asking me that question. Or I've been asked that question a lot it's by the same people. It's way too early. It's way too early. That's yeah, exactly what I'm going to say. You still have tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. Like You I, cannot make a. Ask me at the end of Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, probably the end of Friday, you'll actually know. Yeah. Pat Vellner has been uh, really working his way back up through. I'm gunning for him to at least make it to the podium. <laughs> um, as far as winning, I don't know. Rich did it before. Rich Rich has done Rich it. Rich came in last on a swim and then won it. So did, and All right, so speaking of Rich, <laughs> um, I just watched them do the sled. I didn't get to watch them do the, uh, the, the, uh, the swim kayak one. Mm-hmm. But I did just watch them do the Big Bob push and then the uh, Toaster Bar workout. All right. So, if there's anything that I'm going to encourage the listeners to learn from that event and everything that Mayhem Freedom does, <laughs> is to watch how they pace. They set a pace, and then they stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they do that for their in-home workouts, they do that for competition, and if you come out hot and then end up dying by the end of the workout... Please take a page out of Mr. Froning's book. <laughs> Remember last week we talked about the CrossFit pyramid. You talked about you know how sports at the very tip, that's the tip of the spear. At the very, very tippy top, right there where it goes up and then cranks <laughs> right back down, there's a man that sits there. His name is Rich Froning. <laughs> um, and so I think he kind of knows what he's talking about. A little bit. Um, and he kind of knows what he's doing. A so little bit. <laughs> set you a pace at about 75 to 80%. And hold it. <laughs> because you can hold that much. You can hold that and then just hold it all the way through. And by the time you get done with the workout, you won't have to lay down on the ground dead. <laughs> you know, that's just, it's almost like there's a science to it. <laughs> it's almost like he's the fittest man who's ever lived. You know, it's almost like that. <laughs> so, but no joke though, that is something that they do is that, they don't care what anyone else is doing around them. I noticed that Rich is the only one that looks, mm-hmm. but he doesn't even look that much. He hasn't even been looking that much because I was watching. Matt would look constantly at yep. where everyone else was. He just he's just like, all right, so we're doing okay. Just keep going, <laughs> um, and they would stop. Did you actually watch event mm-hmm. two? Okay, I had to watch it a little bit later, um, but he uh, he stopped. They stopped like every forty two feet. And just chilled for a second, took a breath, and they kept going. Mm-hmm. And then they came in first in that event. It was like seventh or whatever, getting to the to the toes to bar. And then they came in first in that event, and they came in first in the event right after it. And you just can't beat that. <laughs> you just can't beat it. So it's almost like mayhem knows what they're doing. A little bit. A little bit. So if you're, we're sitting here, <laughs> we're doing mayhem's program, and this all this this is for Rocket City people. This is for you guys listening. We do Mayhem Program, and this comes straight from Rich, okay? Then we do a dumbed-down version of what he does for normal people, okay? Um, But still, the focus is the same. 
if you come in here and you're just like, ah, I'm going to just hit it just as absolutely hard as possible and just where it goes is where it goes. I mean, I'm just going to see you on the floor at the end of it. <laughs> and then you're going to just be dead. Um, but if you look at... <laughs> Unless you're in the afternoon where it's just going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's just going to happen. That's just going to happen, period. Just That's because the Cause heat. it is way too hot. <laughs> it's way too hot. So uh, bring a coffin when you come in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, God, it's so bad. <laughs> uh, we had somebody pull out of uh, out of the, the hero workout Monday because it was, they uh, was like, nope, about to have a heat stroke. Really? Um, yeah. Huh. So he's like, I'm only able to have one a week, so um, I'm good. <laughs> so he was like, nope, I'm out. I was okay. like, all right, man. I mean, honestly, look, be safe. Yeah, for real. Be no, safe. That's what I told him before that one, too. Yeah, if, if you're starting to feel yourself get, like, dizzy. Yeah, start, lightheaded. Lightheaded, starting to get a headache, stop. Mm-hmm. We're we're not. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Wow, what a wimp!" or anything. Mm-hmm. I promise you, I understand. We all understand. We want you to come back <laughs> more so than we want you to finish today. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so, please don't kill yourself here, and please stay hydrated. But still, um, Rich is the master of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever we're actually doing these workouts in here. Try, and I always say whenever I coach, is like, try to keep that pace. Keep that pace going because if you can find you a good pace, like I said, somewhere between 75 and 80% of your max total output and hold it, that will help you so much in the long run. It will help you not breeze through a workout, but it will help you to where you, you can just keep going. And then if you know how many, say you have like 10 clean and jerks, and then you get through and you get to five and you know you might have two to three more before you're going to have to stop. Like you're going to have to stop. Put the bar down. Mm-hmm. Put the bar down immediately. Take a few deep breaths and then get right back to it. Because what's, what that's going to do is whenever you set the bar down that early, you can actually take a few deep breaths and get back to the bar faster. As opposed to say like out of ten, you can do five and be cool. But eight is way too much, and you're going to die, and you're going absolutely to absolutely have to set the bar down. If you break it up like that, you're going to have less break time, and then you're going to be on to the next thing pretty quickly. As opposed to, you know, if you go to eight, and then you're like, you're absolutely fatigued, you're sitting there, and you've wasted 20 to 30 seconds of breath just because you're trying to go as hard as possible all the time. CrossFit is not about... Sprint, 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 red line, red line, jack that heart rate up, and then let's keep going. You know, because if you do that, then you're just not going to have a good time. <laughs> you're, just, you're just not going to have a good time. Um, but as far, dude, as far as event, too, that one's been my favorite because it's, it's, there's no barbell nope. at all. But it's still moving weight, and it's, yeah. a, it's a ton of weight. <laughs> um, and then it's gymnastics right in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like there is zero place to hide. In that, it's like you have to have grunt worth, grunt, excuse me, grunt work strength, and then also pretty good gymnastics to be able to hold on for that. And so that one, I was like, okay, <laughs> I like that one. I like that one a lot. And then we saw the return of the wall, the wall walks. Yeah. Um, Dave Castro trying to be cute out there. Oh, everybody hated it. Let's bring it back. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, that's cute. I guess. It was smart to me. It's the same reps as it was in the open. Pretty much. It was the exact same reps. It, uh, it was. Was it one and he, then two? He wrote the same workout, just different. 
<laughs> I thought that it was like it jumped by threes each time and they're open. It, at the end of it, it was the same amount. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I, I know what you're saying now. Um, it's actually really smart. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But it just made it with thrusters instead of doubleners. Yeah, and there were some people that were competing on the um, on the field that didn't even finish yeah. uh, in the open. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of interested to see that one. That was pretty – that was fun to watch for me. Yeah, that workout looked crappy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. That was some heavy thrusters. Yeah, That's some dude. some really heavy thrusters. I was – I mean – I was like, man, I wonder if these dudes are going to go unbroken, and they did not, which I was happy to see. One person did. On the men? Yeah, Panchik did. Jeez. But other than that, I thought all... he set it down during the 10s. No, he he went all the way through, I'm pretty sure. I at least know from 9 on he did it unbroken. Now that you say that, it's kind of making me I think I feel that he like did. if you get to 7, you might as well go unbroken from there. But yeah. Cole Sager was putting it down quite a bit, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's 185 too. That's that's, that's big, man. That's that's 135 big. for the females is big too. That's big. That's big. That's big boy weight. That's not. I'm like I've done 135 twice. Um, Dot com put their version out of it today, and it was 95 and 65 was RX. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's Dot com's workout of the day today. I wonder what. I wonder what people's times were. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That would actually be, I'd actually like to look into that. But um, one of the coolest things about, and you've told me this before, like my first year watching the games, you said the coolest part is actually not watching the games, but some of the commercials in between. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, because you get to see like people's stories and things like that. And there was one story that I came across um, that I wanted to kind of talk about a little bit. You ever heard of, I think it's, it was either the Phoenix or CrossFit Phoenix or something, what, what the actual name of it was. Um, that is uh, wanting to build community centers in Detroit. Did you see that one? Mm-mm. Okay. So there was a guy, and I'm going to kind of paraphrase a little bit of it, and I'm going to pick out little bits to read. Um, so what the Phoenix does um, is they are a nonprofit that provides fitness to thousands uh, recovering from substance abuse disorder or substance use disorder. So first of all, that's really cool. I like things like that where Cross is really helping out the community at large instead of just the community in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're reaching out to people who probably need it more than others. I would definitely say that they would need that more than others. Something to kind of just like give them something to do, right? Yeah. Um, so during all the Greg, uh, Greg Glassman stuff, this guy named Scott Strode, um, who is the owner, the affiliate owner of the Phoenix, and he had five gyms, five affiliates under his name. During all the Greg Glassman stuff, a lot of people started to deaffiliate. We completely understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, he did it too. Uh, he immediately felt like he had to, and I completely agree with that. Go for it, man. Um, but uh, after a few months, you know, CrossFit was purchased by Eric Rosa, um, and you know, Strode was impressed by the changes uh, made by Rosa, mm-hmm. and so Rosa actually ended up talking on the phone with um strode um and they decided to he decided to reaffiliate all five of his gyms and what they're doing is um they're opening up uh these community centers which are free hmm. um you know because detroit everyone hears the name detroit and they're like <laughs> <laughs> sketch unsafe 
you know, probably hear a gunshot every <laughs> every couple minutes, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's just a very dangerous city, um, and I feel like there's a lot of just, there's probably a lot of substance abuse going on through there. Um, so, I feel like that's probably one of the best things that could happen to Detroit. Um, but, see, they're, they're free affiliates, um, they're non-profits, and there's like, uh, I remember uh, Alex, when he was on here, he was talking about non-profit gyms. Um, there's like different kinds of rules um, that goes into it. I think CrossFit will like. I'm not. I'm not gonna try to go into all that. If you want to look into what CrossFit does for you know um, nonprofits, look into it. It's pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, but um, so they partnered up with them, um, and what they do um, is that they have uh, like free seminars. Stuff people from like all over will volunteer to come and coach mm-hmm. and things for that um, because they had already started to kind of do it before the Glassman stuff and before the pandemic and then of course you know they had to go through all the pandemic we all did um, and so whenever they're coming back um, they are opening all five um, and if you look they have pictures on Morning Chocolate which I'm sitting here looking at um, something I thought was really cool is that their walls around the gym have rock climbing. Uh, I did see that. Yeah, and no, I'm like, no, yeah, I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a pretty cool idea. So they're yeah, like, see that. they're encouraging other things to do. So it's not just, you know, you have to come in here and you have to do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's other different things that they're they're trying to do. Um, but uh, I think there was there was one more bit of this that I was wanting to read. Let me find it just real quick. Um. I guess yeah, I guess that was actually it. But they they are going to be offering um, various different uh, fitness programs and sports from like yoga to Olympic weightlifting, rock climbing, obviously as, as I said, and hiking and boxing. And so, okay, here's what I wanted to to add. They want to do it in about 50 communities throughout the country. They're opening these up in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're like interested in CrossFit and you're listening and you're just like, ah, I kind of go to a Globo Gym or like I can't really afford CrossFit or something. Look, um, I know that we've said before that the thing about CrossFit is that, like, I can't afford to not to. But honestly, some people just can't. Mm-hmm. I get that. So if you happen to have one of these places close, go. These places are going to be run by CrossFit HQ. Um, do it. Check it out. It's going to be super cool. Hmm. Um, but I thought that was actually really, really cool that, you know, that they're doing things like that. Because... Um, I like to see CrossFit get involved in communities and things. Um, it makes us as, you know, affiliate owners being, you know, make us feel great because people are like, oh, CrossFit like cares. You know, it makes yeah. the bad name that got brought up, <laughs> you know, several, several months ago kind of just be like, oh, we're flipping that on its head and we're trying to give CrossFit a good name. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rose's, uh, during that little bump that they had, it was like a two or three minute long thing that they had on the games. He was talking about he wants to have, I think he said, 500 million athletes. I think that's what he said. It was a astronomical number. Whenever he said it, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, not just for these communities. Yeah. Not for these communities. Just like across all the world. And he wants at least half of them to be part of the underserved uh, population. And what that means is people who are extremely overweight, people who have chronic disease, um, 
people who are not just that, but people who are like, you know, inner city, inner city people and things like that, who, you know, are less fortunate and things like that. Those are the underserved population Mm -hmm. and they could really benefit from things like this. That's what he's talking about. And so I'm like, that's actually really cool. Um, that's a huge goal, Rosa. Um, I don't think it's 500 million. All I'm, of America. I'm pretty sure I just pulled that out of my hat somewhere. But um, it is a ridiculous number, what he hmm. said. Um, so I thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, and then there was another thing that I wanted to talk about was the Daniel Brandon thing. You, oh. you been keeping up with that? Keeping her quarantine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I didn't. I didn't hear this part, but she was like, um, she was staying in an Airbnb with Bethany Shadburn, who had tested positive for COVID nineteen. Um, Kari Pierce. Mm-hmm. She had to pull out. That sucks. I was excited to see her this year. Um, Kara Saunders. I thought that she was being made to pull out, but no, she's not. Apparently, she was cleared. Um, she wasn't in the Airbnb, um, but there were a few people um, who were in the Airbnb. Hold on, let me see who all it was. I thought that it labeled who all it was, but um, I thought that it was pretty cool what ended up happening. So they're making her like kind of compete isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't really show it that much during the sled push and muscle up stuff. Was she still competing alongside people, but like her lane was a little bit farther from everybody? Is that what was happening? Because the article makes it seem like that's what was happening. Because they didn't really show her just a whole lot. Because I watched the full thing. I mean, they did that, but I noticed it in the wall walk and the thruster. She was like way off. The yeah, side. she was. She was like way off to the side. But with the sprint, she was with everybody. <laughs> okay, so for, so for the sprint, <laughs> this is what I thought was cool. Like what? Um. So, and I'm actually going to read this straight from the morning chalk up. So, individual event three, the 550-yard sprint, would be completed in heats with fellow athletes. Because of the close proximity and mass start of the event, Brandon was expected to run the heat alone. Prior to the start of the event, uh, general manager of sport Dave Castro, uh, whoever that is, um, asked Brandon's uh, fellow competitors if any of them wanted to volunteer to run in the heat with Brandon. And in CrossFit community fashion, a uh, competitor stepped up. Um, so, Thurry, uh, is it Terry or Thurry? I think it's Thurry, Helga daughter. Um, Laura Horvath and Sam Briggs all stepped up one by one and said, I'll run with her, um, despite making her run alone, which would have been an advantage to them. Um, and then she won fifth place overall in the event and she, she won her heat too. Yeah. Um, so she was like, I'm going to outrun you guys with COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so after the heat win, uh, she was obviously emotional and thanked the athletes in her heat from a distance and behind a mask. Um, and then as the other athletes left, uh, Castro thanked them for doing that, uh, for Brandon, uh, recognizing the act of sisterhood among the group among the group of competitive ladies, especially for an athlete who has displayed what her coach <laughs> culture describes as survivor's guilt. Um, so as and, and then they pushed them all to get tested. <laughs> all right, guys, leave and go straight to the COVID tents. Um, so as she is allowed to compete uh, while her teammates sit in isolation, their season is over. So she feels, you know, obviously I would feel pretty horrible about that too. This is the last little bit that, um, that I wanted to add. Um, it is, hold on, right down here. Um, all right. So for a fellow competitor, um, 
for a fellow competitor, it is so special in an extremely difficult and challenging situation. Um, it has meant so much to Danielle, and we are incredibly grateful. And this is all coming from uh, her coach, Coulter. Um, that is true 100% CrossFit fashion. You know, it's like we're going to suffer, but we're going to suffer together. Yep. Dad gummit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I love that. I love seeing things like that. Um, because that was one of the things that made me stick around, uh, for CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, and to seeing that at the top, the very tip of the spear, um, I think that's really cool. They care more about the experience of being able to compete with each other and work out with each other as opposed to just winning. Yeah. Um, so it says a whole lot about the culture that CrossFit has built. And so I'm very, Makes me proud to call myself a CrossFitter, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I thought that was super cool, um, and I just wanted to share that with the podcast. But um, anyways, uh, we're already getting to the end of our show. Um, Eric, is there anything you'd like to add towards the end? I don't think so. Nice. All right. Well, guys, uh, today has been fun. Um, check us out on our other um, podcast, um, The Secret Dungeon. Uh, check us out on uh, social medias, um, which is Rock City CrossFit on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, and you can tune in next time when we actually have Dave Castro. I'm joking. <laughs> joking, joking, joking. All right, guys. Um, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>